Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on, into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this particular ad. I am the host for Podcast, a Paw Patrol podcast. I go by the name Lazy Tail. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy your show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a little while. What is up? This is Lazy Tail Wolf Fox bringing you guys another episode of, you guessed it, the podcast. Well, I welcome all of you lovely little fellers out to this uh, lovely podcast. So um, I'm going to go ahead and begin to talk about what it is we're going to be talking about. I know it's a lot, but uh, before I get into this uh, lovely long list of what it is I have to talk about, I want to... um, open up a, uh, about what's been going on with me. So a lot of you have probably are freaking out wondering well, what happened to, what happened to the podcast? Why isn't it recording anymore? Why? Like, I'm sure you guys are freaking out for the past three and a half weeks. Well, I'm here to announce that I have been very, very busy. Holidays are coming around. Business is starting to slow down finally at the restaurant, but, uh, Things have just been, family-wise, have been getting a little more hectic than they should. Um, But, you know, I do am going to quickly skip down to updates really, really quickly. Um, I sadly will be going on a hiatus during, um, during the month of December, and I won't be back for the third episode of, uh, or the fourth episode, whatever episode is next after this one. I, I sadly do not know, but, um whatever episode comes after this one, I won't be able to do until up until January, uh, because the holidays are coming around. Uh, vacation time is slowly starting to come around. Um, so I think it's time I better prepare myself for vacation. So, um, but all in all at work, I did get a raise. So that's another good thing to, uh, be thankful for. Well, Clearly my soundboard's not working, so I don't know what's going on, but, uh, nah, we'll just record without it. I don't care. Um, but anyway, 
so yeah, sadly today I'm gonna be recording without the uh, without this without my lovely guy over here the sound without the soundboard because I can't seem to get it fixed. Um, it's every time I use this uh, my Galaxy phone to record, um, it tends to mess up. I use my Samsung Galaxy S9 and I'm using it to record today, and it's every time I go to record something happens. I can't figure out why. Um, normally it works when everything's plugged up to the mixer, but I can't seem to figure out why it's not working. So, um, I will have to see if I can get that figured out. Um, but, uh, without further ado, we're just going to continue without it. So, uh, anyway, I won't be on much during the course of Christmas because, of course, it's family time. It'll be a time to just, you know, for me to be able to spend time with my family and for us to get together. But I do, I will hold a uh, Christmas event. Um, I'm probably at the end of December for this uh, podcast. I'll make sure. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm not doing a December episode. I'm just, I'm going to do a December episode. I just want, I just, it'll probably be recorded extremely late, probably on like December 28th through the 30th between that window, um, due to family, due to spending time with family for the holidays. Um, work is closed for the holiday for me because for Thanksgiving, because the family's going to be going off to, uh, Ohio for a vacation. So, uh, that's going to be a little bit of a blast for them. Uh, so Wednesday through Friday, I, um, have been cut and I'm also during this course am spending time with my older brother who is here from the Marine Corps. Uh, he's here from the Marine Corps to spend time with us. They gave him his, uh, one week vacation during this time frame. They're giving him holidays off. So, uh, he comes down for the holidays. Um, he's going to be here for Christmas for the full two weeks. Uh, he's going to be here for a full two week vacation on Christmas, um, which is good. Uh, which is good. I mean, it'll give me plenty of time to work and then be able to spend time with him after, you know, like on Christmas day and then, and then go home. Um, I wanted to get this episode out Thanksgiving day, but couldn't because, um, you know, because of course I wanted to celebrate Thanksgiving day with you guys, but Thanksgiving day, I have to go to my mother's house at about six o'clock in the morning and start cooking. So I'm going to be up from 6 a.m. all the way down till 8 o'clock at night when I go home. <laughs> so I'm going to be up for like 12, 13, 14 hours straight. Uh, helping her cook, helping her clean, helping her prep the house. Because uh, we got family going over there. Um, it's going to be a blast. It's kind of why I chose to get this episode out today so we could just move on. But the title of this episode is Season's Greetings. Without further ado, let's get started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so today's first uh, topic is, of course, we have the holidays coming up. I did explain that in the updates. Uh, We have Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's coming up. But I won't be on till uh, again next month until like really late in the month, probably towards the end of the month. Um, but we do have some news for you guys. So let us trans over transition over into the news section. So for today's news, uh, COVID-19 vaccinations are finally underway. 
yes, they have uh, finally released information about the COVID, uh, COVID, va the COVID vaccines, um, proving 95% effective uh, of preventing the virus. So we're on the right track here. 95% um, effective. Um, a lot of people really aren't going to take this vaccine when it's released to the public. It's supposed to be released to the public uh, late December, early January. But um, a lot of people aren't going to be uh, taking this uh, vaccination very well because it is foreign to them and it's only 95% effective. Where's the other 5%? That's where a lot of people are going to start asking you this. Um, but would I take the vaccine? If it, if it, since it's something to save my life, I would. Um, though we, we are unknown as, as to the whereabouts of what side effects are related from this virus or what the, what the uh, side effects are included from this virus, we have no clue as of yet. But if it's to save my life, yes, totally, I will take it. I'll do what I have to do to keep, to keep myself alive and out of the hospital. But uh, once these once these vaccinations are uh, sent out, um, things will be returning to normal after this. So um, everything we will no longer have to social distance. We will no longer have to wear masks or gloves around. We will no longer it'll it won't look like it won't look like fallout once everything's done because that's what it looks like right now. It looks like straight fallout right now. Uh, but everything, once these vaccinations are released, people need to understand everything will then proceed to return to normal. And of course, yay, I'll be, I'll be happy about that because then I'll be able to go back to church with my aunt again. Uh, I love going to church with her uh, on Wednesday nights, you know, get to hang out with some friends, maybe. Um, and of course, learn, you know, go deeper into religion, whatever the case may be. But um, understand that uh, everything does return to normal once this, uh, that once the vaccinations are released, um, everything does go back to normal from here. Another news note, um, president elect Joe Biden. Yes. I say president elect because he is now our new United States president. As of right now, it's not confirmed yet. Um, because, because, um, you know, with, with the way Trump's being, they're probably going to have to do a vote in the, uh, Senate house, uh, in the house of representatives which is um, a hard thing to call. They're going to have to go to Congress to make the vote. Uh, and it's going to be a hard thing to call uh, because you got half and half on both sides. Um, a lot of you are probably thinking, oh, what Trump's doing is illegal, uh, holding, not, trans not easily just transferring of, of, uh, his uh, terms of power. He doesn't have to. Um, he doesn't have to. And this is something that people need to understand. It's in the Constitution as well. It states so in the Bill of Rights that the president does not have to immediately transfer his force of his uh, choice, his, his chance of power over to another president, not an, or over to the president elect. Um, he doesn't have to. He can appeal it uh, for a set and appeal for a second term. He can. Um, but if he's already ran two terms and yeah, of course, they're going to throw him out. Yeah, of course. But He's only ran one term, so if um, if you really think about it, he can appeal this and continue to appeal this uh, until he sees fit. I mean, that's kind of how that, that's how it's that's how tradition was. That's how it was when uh, when we colonized the colonies and our founding fathers, of course, did their thing. But um, 
basically when they wrote up the Bill of Rights, basically we didn't have to do a transfer of power right away as far as president as far as the president goes. Um, we're just used to that and because we are accustomed to it. You know, it's something we are accustomed to doing as a respect thing. But the president does not have, if he has only ran one term, he can appeal. He can always appeal for a second term. He can always appeal for a second term if he feels that the voting was unfair. And in this case, President Trump felt that the voting was unfair. Therefore, he's going to do everything in his power to appeal for a second term. I know for a lot of you Biden supporters, that sucks. And for a lot of you Trump supporters, it sucks that Biden won as president-elect. I'm not picking either or because for me, this is a personal matter that I keep to myself. So I'm not going to state who I voted for and why, because it's personal to me. Um, but I will open up and say that I am a non-party affiliate. So of course, you obviously know that I voted for my own party, obviously. But... Um, but do understand, we, the president doesn't have to force a transfer of power right away. He can he can grip onto his power by means of an appeal through uh, an appeal vote through Congress. That's all he needs. Now, next thing, we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, some Paw Patrol episodes. So on the list, I have uh, Pups Save the Fall Festival, Pups Save the Flounder, and Pups and the Snow Monster. So we're going to start from the one that I remember the most, which would be the Fall Festival. So it being a, late, uh, a little late for this episode, I just wanted to bring up some episode talks because, of course, that's much needed right now. <laughs> I haven't been able to do much episode talks in this uh, podcast, so this is the first for me. So let's let's backtrack to what I to when I was watching it. Um, basically the fall festival was where, uh, it was basically like a farmer's market type of thing, um, where they saw, I guess where they celebrate fall and the coming of fall. Um, but it's also harvest season. So for those of you kiddos out there, um, the fall festivals are also celebrated for harvest season, meaning basically you get like these incredible moons at night, at the night sky, these big orange moons. Those big orange moons that we see, those are harvest moons. It means that it usually tells the farmers it's time for them to pull their crops. It's time for them to harvest. You know, it's time for them to harvest for the winter and get and get their crops and get their crops stored away from the harsh winter months because when the winter comes, the plants die. That's kind of what the fall festival was about in the in this episode. Um, it's about farmers getting together and starting their crop harvesting so they can have their food stored away for the winter and it, that because you got to realize crops for a farmer um we used to own a farm when i was really really young this was way before i got into paw patrol way before then uh i was like maybe five years old at the time but my and this is something my mom has told me um we used to, growing up when i was at least four or five years old we had our own farm uh, we, we had, we had like a, we had a house that we lived in. Then we had a barn. Then we had, uh, it wasn't like the barns that you're, that you would see on cartoon on this show or nothing. Uh, it was like an old shack looking thing, but it was a barn. Um, in this barn, of course, we had a spot for our cows. We had a spot for our horses. Um, and then and there was only like four spots in here. There was only, it was a small little barn shed, but in the barn shed, there was there was a wall where 
we had like a little door storage spot where we can hang all of our tools, all of our uh, harvesting tools, whether that be hedge clippers, garden clippers, um, shear, like these uh, shear looking things, they're hedgers, that's what they are, they're hedgers. Um, those hedgers would be used to cut down apples and cut down uh, grapevines, uh, really, really, really thick stuff, like grapevines, um, what was it? We, we had, uh, cherry fruit vines too. We grew cherry fruit vines and a cherry fruit. It's like a big giant cherry, but it's sweeter than a cherry. So imagine a cherry, but about the size of a softball and about, and it has like a little star and you cut it open. It has like a little star section in the middle and in it is the seeds and that part particular spot. That's where you'd find the seeds for this particular fruit. Um, but if you cut it open and you see like a star and you see a star on the inside and you see the seeds and it's a red fruit, a big red fruit that is called a cherry fruit and a cherry fruit. Uh, I gotta tell you, cherry fruits, whoo, there's something, um, they're not sour, but they're a combination between sour and sweet. It's almost like eating a sour patch kid. So if you think about eating a Sour Patch Kid, that's kind of what that is. It's like, it starts sour, but it has it does it naturally. It starts off like partly sour, but it's a combination of sour and sweet at the same time. You can make like a, you can make juice out of it though, but the juice out of it is absolutely amazing. And it's like, we my mom would make it for us all the time as kids. Cherry fruit juice is the shit. It is the, it's like... It's literally the best cherry Kool-Aid you have ever had. You juice it, you pasteurize it, and then you um, and then you and then you put sugar in it. You got yourself some wine. If you uh, drain it straight away and put some sugar in it, it is the best Kool-Aid. It, it is the best cherry Kool-Aid you will ever have in your life. It is naturally made cherry Kool-Aid at its best. All right, it, it is. It's amazing. You got, if those of you have not heard of cherry fruit, look it up on the internet. It's, it's a cool fruit, but you also have got to try this fruit. It is amazing. If you kiddos ain't tried it before, you've got to try it. It is literally the, you juice it, it's the best Kool-Aid in the world. It really is. It's like the sweetest freaking Kool-Aid you'll ever have. The kids looking for a sugar rush, you got it. <laughs> so, but do give it a try. Um, another good fruit that we used to grow. Uh, was tangerines. We grew pumpkins, of course, pumpkins. You can't forget pumpkins on a farm. But um, we also had watermelon. We had we grew our own little bean vines. Um, we had, to, of course, we had tomatoes. Tomatoes are the most annoying plant in the world, though. Um, we had we had kumqua. Kumqua was very uh, good. Kumqua. That's what we call them. Kumquas. But those are very good. They're, they're, they're sour, though. They're a little bit sour and bitter, but they're good. Um, I like them. I'm weird. I'm weird like that. I like them. And then we grew, um, we had a mango tree. We had uh, kiwi trees that would grow kiwis. I mean, this was a big, this wasn't a small yard, you guys. I didn't live on a small yard. We were freaking in this huge-ass farm, okay? <laughs> My mom ended up selling the farm because she couldn't make ends meet. So she ended up selling the farm and got a real good amount of money. Um, we're talking about $654,000. I mean, that's not crazy much for a farm. For a farm that's mediocre, 
It's like in the, that's the mid median for a farm is $654,000. But that's how much she sold the farm for was the median range to sell a farm is about $500,000 to $900,000. That's the mid-level range. So she sold it at mid-level range for $655,000. So, you know, that's, uh, she got a good decent amount of money off of it and retired from the farm and took us on just the city life after that. I grew up in the city life, um, but then again, you can hear my accent. I'm, I'm Southern to the bone because, of course, growing up in Mississippi, you know, growing up in Mississippi, Alabama, and all these Southern states, you know, you're, you're going to be Southern to the bone, man. I've never, I'm going to say it, I've never left the South. I have never been up North yet, and I want to go up North because some of the places up there look amazing with that snow. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I would be awed. Just looking at the snow like I'm a crackhead or something. I'll be like looking for my next high. Like, look look at all this snow. <laughs> you know, because we don't get snow down here very often. I mean it. In, in the south, we don't get very much snow. It's like once every 10 years we get snow. But you guys up north, oh my God, every year it's, every year it's Christmas. It feels and looks like Christmas every year, man. Our Christmas down here, we get freaking, uh, what is it? We get freaking high winds, high surf advisories. And tornadoes. <laughs> That's our Christmas. That's our Christmas gift. We don't get snow. Never. <laughs> not in a, not unless 10 years go by. But uh, <laughs> that's our uh, little southern Christmas. Hot weather, tornadoes, and thunderstorms. That's our, uh, that's our little what? That's our Christmas weather, huh? But uh, yeah, we got 2020s almost over, though. Thank God, as far as uh, the year has gone, you know. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and go into another segment, and I'll see you guys in the segment. All right, anyway, uh, excuse me for a minute. I skipped two episodes. My bad, guys. <laughs> My apologies. So the other two episodes I saw were Pups Save the Flounder, when the pups, uh, I guess, they save the flounder because Captain Turbot gets himself stuck in the rocks. Poor Captain Turbot. I swear to God, he doesn't get a break, does he? Captain Turbot needs a break. He uh, he really needs a break, kids. Um, what else is another? The other episode is Pups in the Snow Monster, where uh, I guess people were all just chilling in the snow, right? Can you imagine me just chilling in the snow? I'm just chilling out, hanging out with Everest, obviously. We're all just hanging out with Everest, having a good time. And we see this freaking green, um, green-covered person walking around, uh, freaking covered in... And Jake's uh, handmade mud, right? Uh, Freaking wandering around, right? I'd be screaming Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm sure y'all be screaming Bigfoot too. Is that Bigfoot? Holy shit, that's Bigfoot. Yes, it's Bigfoot. It's a green brawly Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a green woman-like Bigfoot. <laughs> and I, but then all in all, it turns out to be Mayor Goodway, but... Uh, Jesus Christ, these adults, man. These adults in the show, man, they don't get a break, do they? They're, they're, okay, it'd be like me walking through the dish pit, slipping on a glove and falling in a pie and falling into a fryer. That's, that's kind of, <laughs> it's not funny though. It's funny, but it's not funny. Uh, why? Because if you fall on a fryer, that's 350 degree uh, grease that you're falling in, 365 degree heat, heated grease. That the minute it touch, it burns your skin because, of course, it's 360, 360 degrees. 
it goes it goes at 250 to 360 degrees so uh between 200 and 500 degrees fahrenheit so um depending on what you're cooking uh i think you're gonna lose a finger <laughs> depending on what you're cooking uh so you're probably gonna lose your entire skin your entire your outer layer skin on your body uh because uh, it's like it's like pouring battery acid all over your skin it's uh it's pretty gruesome. Um, I actually, believe it or not, we uh, had a coworker actually stick his hand in the fryer once, and he was trying to grab something out of the fryer. Didn't grab a pair of tongs. Immediately grabbed his watch with his hand, and uh, literally burnt the shit out of his hand. Uh, we're talking. You could. It was gruesome. I'm not going to go into the detail because I'll get demonetized on Anchor if I go any any deeper. But. Ugh. It was gruesome. Uh, it was bad. Um, like he was rushed to the hospital. It was it was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of. But basically, it is so hot that it causes uh, so that it causes severe burns because it's hot oil. We're talking hot grease oil, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was something. That was unbelievable. It was like my brain is like scarred for life just thinking about it. That's freaking gruesome. Um, looking back on it makes my makes my brain cry. Looking back on it, that's uh, some gruesome stuff. Uh, it was a very very bad day for everybody. And let's just say that day we we had lost a fry cook, a uh, very good fry cook too. But wow, should have grabbed the tongs for that watch. That's all I'm saying. Got to realize your hands more important than your watch. Uh, you can always replace your watch, but you can't replace your limbs. So, I mean, please don't stick your hands in the fryers, kid. Uh, so, whatever you do, kids, don't stick your hands in the fryers, please. Dear Lord, that is like tragedy in itself. All right. So, our updates is, of course, 2020 is almost over. So, uh, yay. You know, that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing to start off with. Now, I do have some updates for the plans of the show. Uh, I'm planning to put the show on a once a month schedule instead of once every two weeks type of schedule because I have more time to get the show done now. Um, considering I'm not focusing on it since I had to deduct a podcast because this podcast was not going anywhere. Fur chat was not going anywhere. So fur chat ultimately is now canceled. Um, so I'm going to be placing podcasts on a once a month schedule. So I have more time to uh, be able to balance work and plan an episode. Um, so that's one. And I also want to announce that I reached 1000 plays. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself. And I want to thank you all for your lovely support for uh, getting this show out on the ground and getting boots off the ground for this show. Now that is, that's just insane. I also did receive a TikTok award. Um, I placed eighth in their top 10 furry creators of 2020. So uh, I was, I'm very proud to announce this. I received the award via email um, and anyone in the first through third place ranks will receive a plaque. So um, I give props to those. I didn't expect this to happen. I really didn't. Um, it just happened. So I'm, I'm very happy that it did um, though because it proves I'm good at something. <laughs> this proves I'm good at something. Something valuable in my life has finally happened because I never received awards for anything other than my GED. <laughs> so it proves that my life is worth something <laughs> so um my black friday is going on now for those of you that are interested in purchasing some paw patrol toys 
uh, do go check out spinmaster.com to receive 50% off your first order. Believe it or not, they're doing 50% off your first order for Black Friday. That's awesome. I'm not sponsoring them, but I am in this podcast now, so I mean, I may as well. Go Spin Master. I love you. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and go into our next topic after the break, and I'll see you beautiful sons of guns again after break. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from vocal break. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm alive and well. My throat did not receive throat cancer upon recording this episode. No throat cancer was received when recording this episode. All right. So, uh, death theories. This is a good one. Um, um, uh, I believe someone by the name of Alex sent me this. Uh, I hope I got your name right, buddy. If not... I am so, so sorry. Um, but uh, anyway, I can't I can't hit the X button while recording because then it stops recording. But anyway, he sent me uh, a good question here on the message board here. Um, but his question uh, in the message boards has, asks me about these theories, these dark theories that are floating around the internet. Ooh, dark theories. Well, yes, we got dark theories. Um... It is about the death of all the Paw Patrol characters. And this is a very uh, deep, disturbing one. Um, I did some research, and yes, these topics are floating around now. I don't know why they're floating around now. But I'm going to clarify a few things. The characters are not dead, for sure. They That's the one thing I'm just going to clarify. They're not dead. However, it is unknown as to, writer, as to the whereabouts of writers' parents... Um, and then a lot of the pups, uh, after I had to literally do research on a lot of the pups because it was unknown as to how they joined the Paw Patrol. It's really unknown. So I had to do some research and some digging, had to get my hands dirty and do some digging and no, that is not what I'm talking about. You perverts, but, uh, but anyway, why do these theories exist? So just like all theories, everybody has theories of their own at some point in time. Well, these theories exist simply for the for the faint of heart. They're just here. That's really my honest answer. They're, they're just here. They're just here to bother us. They're here to irk us. They're, they're here to piss us off. They're here to throw us through the loop. That's pretty much what they're here for. Um, but that, that's my question is, why do they exist It's a good one. It's a really good one to think about because it's like they're here just to be here. If you really think about it, they're here just to be here. That's pretty much my answer to it. 
So now we're going to go ahead and conjoin this final topic. And I'm going to conjoin these three topics into this one segment. So these final three topics. So I do have some characters to talk about as far as they've joined. Um, we're going to start with Marshall. So of course, um, there's a theory floating around that Marshall was apparently abandoned. Um, and I did some research and believe it or not, this theory is true. Uh, actually, uh, Marshall was abandoned, believe it or not. Um, and it's a sad story. Um, apparently, uh, what it wasn't his clumsiness. Don't think it was his clumsiness. Um, it's a really, really sad story, but, uh, basically, um, Marshall was being, was, he was, he was a real little tot, real little tot, a uh, little, little baby. Um, he was being carried by his mother. Uh, and I guess this is a sad story. Um, his mother, uh, was basically a firefighter herself. She went in to, I guess during a, I guess to put help put out a fire or help rescue people and did not come out of this building. She had Marshall stay with the other firefighters. He stay, I guess, I guess she had him stay in the truck or whatever. Uh, she placed him in the truck because, and she cried as she said goodbye to him, but, uh, she knew she wasn't going to come back. Um, she, I don't know. Marshall didn't know. He, uh, he told his mom, I love you. Like, you know, like a good kid would do like a sweetheart would do. But his mother did not leave the building alive. Um, it's sad to say it. His mother died in the fire. Um, at least that's what the research has told me. Um, so, so uh, the firefighters, they couldn't train Marshall. So they heard about Ryder starting up his own little training type of deal with pups. So what the what they've what they've uh, employed was uh, they had Ryder train Marshall up to become a firefighter pup and a fire rescue pup, and then go back to the unit that his mother worked in. Um, because considering he's the next heir to the family, um, they thought it would be like a, they thought it would be the best the best effort they could offer. Um, con- considering. It would be a way for him to honor his mother's footsteps and uh, be able to step forth as the next heir to the family. Um, it, it's sad to hear this, you know, but knowing, you know, hearing that your family gave their lives in the line of duty, that is sad. Um, it is really, really sad. Uh, Chase, I'm going to go ahead and open up spoiler. Chase was Chase was uh, the same way, but it was his father, not his mother. So, um, he, um, I don't know what the deal was. Maybe, maybe I guess they had a doggy divorce or something. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, the story was, is that, uh, Chase's father died the same way, died in the line of duty. Um, so Chase is stepping in as well to follow his father's footsteps. Um, at least that's what, that's what I've seen in one theory. Uh, I'm going to, I haven't done the research on that, but he's on the list of characters to talk about. Not this time, but next time. But uh, I will at least that's what a theory is here for him. Tracker obviously was found was found by his best friend that he that was found by his trainer. Um, Sky Sky's a little bit different. Um, 
There's it's an, Skies is a little bit different. We all know how Everest joined. We all um, Rocky obviously um, he was found floating. He was out. He was found uh, from a sunken shipwreck. Uh, Ryder found him from a sunken shipwreck, from an old shipwreck. Uh, basically, basically he was floating out to sea. God knows why, but um, him floating out to sea was what caused his fear of water. Um, and this uh, little this little uh, shipwreck accident that he uh, this freak accident. There was uh, apparently a large cruise ship, a large cruise ship that um, he and his mother snook on, apparently, and his mother ended up drowning. Um, I, I guess from the sinking, she died aboard the ship on the sinking. I guess she drowned or something, but that was part of the fear that began Rocky's fear of water. Uh, so he, he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't like water. He has a fear of water. And that is because of course he lost his mother in, 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 a, in a sinking accident. So, um, and he was found floating out to sea. Ryder found him floating out, drifting out to sea. Uh, I think it was Ryder and Zuma that found him drifting out to sea and they saved him. Um, and I think that was when, uh, I think that was when that's what started Rocky's fear of water. Um, Marshall, of course, his mother died in the line of duty, trying to help rescue people from a fire. Uh, she died in the line of duty. Chase is the same way. At least that's what I heard on the theory. Um, and Tracker, of course, was found by his best friend. There's an episode that even, that even gives that, but... They need to do episodes for Marshall, Rocky, and Chase's background story, especially Skies. But um, if they can do that, hopefully they can put these fan theories to rest. These are all fan theories. Um, but hopefully, and this is what I based on my research as far as these fan theories go. But um, hopefully they can make an episode about all this, and hopefully put it put this these uh, these theses to rest. Um, but that's pretty much it for the this episode, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Podcast Show on Instagram. Uh, do like and subscribe to our uh, face to our Instagram page, and I will see you continue to give your support to the show by means of going to Anchor.com/podcast or slash Get Geeky, whichever link works the best. Uh, <laughs> whichever link works the best, get there. Uh, give your support, uh, donate to our show and give your support, uh, because sadly our anchor support, our anchor sponsorship is coming to an end. So, uh, with your support, we'll be able to continue this series and continue this show along the road. Um, and I am also planning to host an event for this show once this COVID-19 stuff is over with, but in order to do that, I, uh, need the funds to, I need the funds necessary to do so. So uh, please support the show at uh, anchor.fm slash getgeeky or anchor.fm or anchor.fm slash podcast. And hopefully you can give a, you can give us out to uh, give us out some donations as far as uh, the show is concerned. Do click the support tab and do click support this show. The tab that says support the show, the little button, click that button and give your donation, your lovely donations to help us out here. So uh, we can continue this series. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love your support. Whether you share this to a friend, please share this episode to a friend. If you find this show interesting, or if you found this episode interesting, please share it to a friend. But all in all, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'll see you beautiful sons of guns again next time. Have a great month. Thank you.